Let's face it, money matters can be confusing. And with something as important as having enough for retirement, it's comforting to know help is just a phone call away. Wealth Managers LLC has helped clients pursue their financial goals since 1984. When it comes to investment advice, experience matters. If you need financial guidance, the folks at Wealth Managers LLC can help. The number is 800-497-9995. Once again, that's 800-497-9995 or wealthmanagersllc.com. After all, money doesn't take care of itself. Securities and advisory services offered through registered representatives of Satira Advisor Network, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Wealth Managers, LLC is independent of Satira Advisor Networks, LLC. The following show, How to Be a Great Investor with your host, Richard Everett, is underwritten by Wealth Managers, LLC. First are government bonds or U.S. government bonds, U.S. Treasury bonds. Those are perceived, folks, to be the safest investments in the planet. If you're buying individual bonds, be careful they don't have callable features. There's nasty surprises down the road. The nice thing about municipal bonds is that they are generally tax-free at the federal level. When interest rates go up, when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, bond prices will typically go down. So they do serve a purpose, they do lower volatility, they do provide diversification, and they do provide predictability. Today's show is on bonds. Welcome to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. Richard started his career in the financial services industry back in 1984. He's the founder and past president of the Everett Financial Group. Richard was also a member of the International Association of Financial Planners and was named Financial Planner of the Year in 1996 by First Financial Planners. In addition to teaching hundreds of seminars, he's hosted his own radio and television shows and has authored several books on finance, including Whatever Happened to the Promised Land. Richard has taught his biblically-based financial principles in churches, conferences, Bible colleges, and universities, including Yale University's School of Management, Believers, and Business Conference. And now, how to be a great investor with Richard Everett. Welcome. I'm Richard Everett, your host of How to Be a Great Investor. My goal is to help teach you the art of investing through biblical wisdom and contemporary investment insight. I've helped thousands of families with their investment needs over the past 30 years. And I have some very good news for you. I'm retired. I don't have any products to sell or agenda to push. Just common sense principles I have learned over my career in finance. No hype, just facts. I always like to start the show off with a story from the Bible that illustrates how our God is in the multiplication business. Today I'm reading from 1 Chronicles 4.10. It's the prayer of Jabez. It reads like this, And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, O that thou wilt bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, and that thine hand might be with me, and that thou wouldst keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me, 
and God granted him that which he requested. That's an awesome prayer. All he did was ask for God's blessing, and God blessed him. So if he can bless Jabez, he can bless us, and he can bless our endeavors when it comes to investing. Today's show is on bonds. Bonds can be very important for your portfolio, especially if you're retired, because it can provide income. It also can provide diversification and help lower the volatility in your portfolio. So let's start off with the definition of a bond. A bond is a fixed income investment in which an investor loans money to an entity, typically a corporation or government, which borrows the funds for a defined period of time at generally a fixed interest rate. Bonds are used by companies, municipalities, states, sovereign governments in order to raise money and finance a variety of projects and activities. Owners of bonds are called debt holders or creditors of the issuer, which is typically the company or the government. So bonds really are important for a diversified portfolio, but you just can't jump into bonds You need to know what kind are right for you. So let's take a few minutes and talk about the various types of bonds that are available. First are government bonds or U.S. government bonds, U.S. Treasury bonds. Those are perceived, folks, to be the safest investments in the planet for the obvious reason that we're the world's largest economy. And so far, the U.S. government or U.S. Treasury has never defaulted on any of its bonds. But you should also know there are three different types of government securities. The first one is a treasury bill, and those are very short term. Typically, they mature in less than one year, obviously pay a very low interest rate. There are also treasury notes. Those typically mature between one and 10 years, and they pay a little bit higher rate than um, treasury bills. And that treasury bonds, that's what most people are familiar with. They can mature anywhere from 10 to 30 years. Treasury bonds make a great investment if you want to lock in an interest rate for a very, very long period of time. And you can also, because it's issued by the U.S. government, it's pretty predictable as far as getting um, regular checks from them. So moving on from government bonds or U.S. government bonds, there's also municipal bonds Municipal bonds are issued by municipalities, such as a state, a county, um, even, believe it or not, um, airports, water authorities uh, issue bonds. Um, I live in southwest Florida, so last time they built their airport, they issued a lot of bonds. And, of course, they generate revenues from the airlines coming in and paying parking fees and all of that, and they end up paying us as the investor back. The nice thing about municipal bonds is that they are generally tax-free at the federal level. Again, that's a big deal. So if you can get a municipal bond paying 4 or 5%, for example, you pay no taxes on that. Stay tuned for more great information on how to be a great investor with Richard Everett. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. 
And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. Give yourself peace of mind. Get Richard's report. See how to avoid the 20 most common mistakes retirees make. Remember, the offer is free and there's absolutely no obligation. With this informative report, you can see the 20 most common mistakes most retirees make and avoid them. The difference could be thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. And remember, the report is yours to keep, 100% free of cost or obligation. Give yourself peace of mind. Visit GreatInvestor.org. And now, back to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to How to Be a Great Investor. Before we get back into the show, I just wanted to share with you a a couple of books I wrote not too long ago. One is called Whatever Happened to the Promised Land, Reclaiming God's Promised Blessings. Um, Terrific book. It was endorsed by Luis Palau, a friend of mine, and uh, he says that the book is packed with practical insights, and I do believe that to be true. I also wrote a second book called How to Be a Great Investor, and you can find both of those on my website, greatinvestor.org. Also, you can sign up for my blog, free of charge, and you also find uh, several podcasts from previous shows that I've done on uh, different subjects, for example, mutual funds, on how to diversify a portfolio, on bonds, on real estate investment trusts, all different kinds of shows. One of my favorites was uh, Women in Investing, done with a a wonderful co-host that I had. Also, I have uh, some teaching CDs on the website free downloads. I would encourage you to go to greatinvestor.org and check us out. So we've talked about government bonds. We've talked about municipal bonds. There's also corporate bonds. And those are typically the ones that are um, that most folks are familiar with. Corporations like Ford or GM or Apple or Microsoft issue bonds when they want to build something. And let me use the example of uh, Ford Motor Motors. If Ford wants to build another auto plant, assembly plant, let's say they want to reintroduce the Etzel to the American public, they might need to raise, let's say, $100 million. Well, they have a couple different options. They can go to the bank, and if the banks are lending money, they might lend them money. But if times are tough, they may not be lending money. So Ford can issue a bond and they can issue $100 million worth of bonds. And then stockbrokers typically are, uh, will, will sell those to folks. So what happens now is Ford builds their $100 million plant and they owe us, the investors, interest on that bond over a fixed period of time. Bonds typically can be five years, they can be 10 years, 20 years, they can even even be longer. But the nice thing about buying a bond is that as long as Ford stays in business and makes money, they will pay us a interest rate typically twice a year, semi-annually. So you have predictable, relatively secure income from a corporate bond. Now, Here's a quiz, and I won't give you the answer till the end. 
There are only two companies in America that have a triple A rating. That's the highest rating that a bond or a company can get. And I'll give you the answers towards the end of the show here. So, again, we've talked about government security. I'm sorry. We talked about government bonds. We talked about municipal bonds. We talked about corporate bonds, which are the most common that investors buy. And there's also convertible bonds. Those are a little tricky. I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on them, but they do have a place occasionally in in a portfolio. Convertible bonds simply means that you buy a bond from a corporation. They pay you an interest rate for a fixed period of time. But at some point in the future, let's say five years or 10 years, you can actually take the bond and convert it to the company's stock at a predetermined price. So if your conversion price was $10 a share and the company went up to $20 a share, it would make sense to convert that bond. You'd actually have a $10 profit per, um, per bond. Another type of bond is something called a zero-coupon bond. That simply means that the bond doesn't pay interest until it matures. And a perfect example of a zero-coupon bond or type of bond would be a um, savings bond that the U.S. government offers. As you know, you can buy a $25 bond for, let's say, $15, and you get $25 when it matures at a certain date down the road. Besides that, those besides those types of bonds, there are also global government bonds. Those can be attractive if you're careful. Um, for instance, you can buy government bonds from Germany, from Norway, from China, Um, different places, you certainly need to be careful. There's different types of risk by buying those types of government bonds. For instance, um, currency exchange um, problems could could incur. But typically, global government bonds offer higher interest rates than the U.S. government. You need to be careful when you buy bonds. Some have call features or they are callable. And what that simply means is that if you bought a 10-year bond, Um, There might be a feature in there that the company can call the bond in before the 10 years. So you might think you have an attractive interest rate, but if the company decides because they have excess cash, they might want to pay those bonds early, you end up losing out on your um, nice yield from those bonds. So if you're buying individual bonds, be careful they don't have callable features because there's nasty surprises down the road. The interest paid on bonds is typically called a coupon. Those coupons are paid twice a year or semi-annually. Most bonds, but not all, most bonds are priced at $1,000 per bond. Uh, So if you wanted to buy $10,000 worth of Ford for their Etzel uh, project, you'd buy 10 bonds. We'll be back with more How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. 
Give yourself peace of mind. Get Richard's report. See how to avoid the 20 most common mistakes retirees make. Remember, the offer is free and there's absolutely no obligation. With this informative report, you can see the 20 most common mistakes most retirees make and avoid them. The difference could be thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. And remember, the report is yours to keep, 100% free of cost or obligation. Give yourself peace of mind. Visit greatinvestor.org. And now, how to be a great investor with Richard Everett. All right, so if you're looking for individual corporate bonds, you should pay attention to the rating agencies. There are three, Moody's, S&P, and Fitch. They rank by letters the financial strength of a corporate bond. For example, the highest corporate rating is AAA. Then you have AA, single A. Then you go down to triple B, double B, B, and then C's. When you get down to the C's and B's, those are typically labeled as junk bonds, And you want to be really careful before you invest in junk bonds because sooner or later they may live up to their title. If you were to invest in corporates, I would suggest an A, double A, or triple A for safety reasons. If you're looking at A-rated or higher bonds, you're probably going to be okay. The nice thing about a bond is that if a company does go out of business or file for bankruptcy, that the bondholder has a higher position for claiming assets of the company than a stockholder. If you were a stockholder in Ford, for example, and they went out of business, you did indeed lose your money. On the other hand, as a bondholder, there's a good chance that you're going to get some, if not all, of your money back in a bankruptcy procedure. So those are the basics of bonds. What you really need to know The most important thing about bonds that you need to know is when to buy them, when to hold them, and when to sell them. Ecclesiastic says the same thing. There's a time to buy, there's a time to sell, and there's a time to hold. The key to this is that bonds are interest rate sensitive. And all that simply means is that when interest rates go up, when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, bond prices will typically go down and vice versa. Think of it as a seesaw. When interest rates go up, bond prices go down. When interest rates go down, bond prices go up. And here's a a simple example for you. Suppose, let's go back to our Ford Motor example. Suppose you owned a Ford Motor bond yielding 5%. So when the interest rates went back up to, when interest rates went up to 6%, your 5% yielding bond is worth less. But on the other hand, if you had a 5% bond and the Federal Reserve lowered interest rates to 4%, your 5% bond is now worth more money. It's worth a premium. So you see that inverse correlation here. When one goes up, the other goes down. So when interest rates are going up, then you probably would want to not buy bonds. On the other hand, if interest rates were going down, it might be a good time to buy bonds. And let me use a real example. Going back to my, going back to 9-11, 
Alan Greenspan lowered interest rates 13 times after the events in, in New York and Washington. So as interest rates were going down, remember, bond prices will go up. So what we did for our clients back then was simply buy a lot of bonds because the Fed lowered 13 times and we were able to make a, a fair amount of money for our clients. However, once the economy started to recover after the 9-11 event, that was about two years later, Greenspan started raising interest rates, and he did it actually a total of 15 times. So what we simply did was sell all the bonds in the client's portfolio so they didn't get hurt when interest rates were going back up. So again, there's a time to buy, there's a time to sell, and there's a time to hold. Now, let me make one thing clear. If you own that Ford Motor Bond and you held it to maturity, you are going to get your $1,000 back, the price you paid for your bond. If you sold it before it matured, you might end up selling it at a discount and end up losing money, which is not a good thing. So that's the reason why there's a time to buy, a time to sell, and a time to hold. You're listening to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. We'll be back in just a moment. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R dot org. Give yourself peace of mind. Get Richard's report. The difference could be thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. And remember, the report is yours to keep. 100% free of cost or obligation. Give yourself peace of mind. Visit greatinvestor.org. And now, back to How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. All right. Welcome back, folks. Before we get back into the meat, I just want to remind you that I've written a couple books. One is Whatever Happened to the Promised Land, How to Reclaim God's Promised Blessings. And the other one is How to Be a Great Investor. And I can tell you that it's packed full of great ideas on how to get out of debt, how to put a asset allocation model together for you and your family, how to invest properly. There's some investment insights in my last book that I wrote, How to Be a Great Investor, that can show you how to make a tremendous amount of money by investing properly. You can find both of my books on greatinvestor.org. You'll also see my blog there, which you can sign up as free. I have some teaching CDs that are available there. And we also have some additional resources on the website, free downloads. I would encourage you to go to greatinvestor.org and check us out. So, folks, just remember, there is no one single investment that's perfect or right for everyone all the time. Bonds do fill a need and fill a gap in clients' portfolios. Typically, most investors that want a diversified portfolio would want at least 20, if not 30, maybe even sometimes 40% in bonds. And what that simply does is lower the volatility in your portfolio, and it also provides 
steady, reliable, predictable income for you when you're retired. And I have to emphasize how important that is. We'll go back to 2008 to 2012 when the stock market got totally trashed during that period of time over almost a 50% decline. Well, think about if you were retired and you were relying on income from your stock portfolio when the market was down 50%. You were being forced to sell twice as many shares to generate the same amount of income because your portfolio was cut in half. If, on the other hand, you had a fair amount or fair percentage, fair amount of your portfolio in bonds, they didn't go down in value. They provided steady income. So you, if you had a, enough in bonds, you actually might have been able to live off of that without touching the stock portion. And that would have proven to be a big deal. So they do serve a purpose. They do lower volatility. They do provide diversification. And they do provide predictability. Okay, so here's the answer to the quiz. What are the only two corporations in the United States that have AAA ratings? Believe it or not, Johnson & Johnson and Microsoft. And that's it. Everything else is a AA or single-A rated uh, corporation. All right, and my final quiz. What's the difference between a bond and a man? Eventually, bonds mature. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget, our God is in the multiplication business. May God bless you and keep you, and may God bless America. Remember, folks, money doesn't take care of itself. This has been How to Be a Great Investor with Richard Everett. We look forward to talking with you next time. To get your free copy of Richard's informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, visit greatinvestor.org. Your copy of this informative report, The 20 Most Common Mistakes Retirees Make and How to Avoid Them, is absolutely free with no obligation. It's full of great information that can help you in your retirement. And if you have specific questions for Richard, you can email him at info at greatinvestor.org. That's G-R-E-A-T-I-N-V-E-S-T-O-R. Give yourself peace of mind. Get Richard's report. See how to avoid the 20 most common mistakes retirees make. The difference could be thousands, tens of thousands, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. Remember, the offer is free and there's absolutely no obligation. Get Richard's report. Visit greatinvestor.org. Harriet, where's today's mail? On the kitchen table, Ozzy. Anything good? No, just bills and bank statements. Great. Just what I wanted to do today. Reconcile the checkbook. When I saw the rates we were earning on our savings and CDs, I almost fell over. Can't we do better? I suppose so, Harriet. But who's got the time and energy to look around? Listen, Ozzy, money doesn't take care of itself. Why don't we call the professionals at Wealth Managers, LLC? Sounds like a plan. It is important to get good advice. Great. Here's their number, 800-497-9995. Securities and advisory services offered through registered representatives of Satir Advisor Networks, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC. 
Wealth Managers LLC is independent of Satira Advisor Networks LLC and can be reached at 800-497-9995 or wealthmanagersllc.com.